Hi and welcome or welcome back. This is the Harmonic Fuckery Podcast and I'm your host Rachel Napero. Today I want to talk about something music related. It's already like so late where I live. It's uh, kind of late. It's 7 p.m. And I usually do these podcast episodes way earlier in the day. But today I just like couldn't find the time. Like studying is so stressful right now. College is just something different right now. Um, it's very intense, but it's my last real regular semester, so I feel like I can already see the finish line and I can already picture myself being done with my bachelor's degree and finally starting uh, to work in the social work field. So that's pretty exciting, but yeah, that comes with a very intense studying phase right now where I have to prepare a lot of stuff. For college um so now that's why today i'm recording this episode so late and i'm kind of interested and and curious to see how well i can put my thoughts into sentences right now because it's just not my usual time of day where i do this um but i wanted what i wanted to talk about today was a thought that i had today about whether music is a universal language or not. Let me explain. Um, I first started studying social work um, with a specialization in music and dance. So we had all these different courses. Uh, one of them was uh, drum percussion and um, we also had some singing lessons and dancing and there was always this assumption that music is so universal as a language that you don't need verbal communication so basically the obstacles to communicating with each other are way smaller and way less complicated in music because you can just communicate with whoever and there's no language barrier and I've been questioning that honestly because um I I'm a big fan of well-written lyrics and I feel like in order in order for music to be a universal language it would have to mean that lyrics are kind of not that important if that makes sense because um, we're kind of assuming that the the language that we all have in common common isn't the language of the lyrics it's the music itself so we kind of have to assume that somebody listens to a song and they and there's either no lyrics at all or there's lyrics in a language that the person doesn't understand and they would still understand the song without the lyrics that's the idea of of like a universal language and i don't think that's true and the first example that came to my mind was i had a bit of a metalcore phase so i listened to some music where Basically, the singer was always screaming and yelling and growling and making weird noises. Um, there were specific singing techniques, like I think it was called like a pig squeal or a pig, pig scream or something that kind of sounded like you were uh, killing a pig in a slaughterhouse, which is horrifying. Um, but that was the kind of music that I listened to for for a period of my life. And... I keep going back to that genre of music thinking that 
since people don't don't necessarily understand the lyrics because they are pronounced in a weird way because uh, the singer is screaming the lyrics, um, a lot of people misunderstand this type of music because they assume that it's all angry and bitter and aggressive and violent when really some of these songs are about just normal pop song topics like heartache or love or maybe maybe some of them some of them are even pretty optimistic like there's a song by Parkway Drive it's called Vice Grip it's like about the principle of YOLO of you only live once uh, make the best of it um, try to make try to become the best version of yourself and try to not miss out on big opportunities in life and it's one of it's musically it's like a typical metalcore song it's pretty generic in the metalcore genre um it's a guy screaming over some heavy drums and guitar and and it's, uh just from listening to it without really um thinking about the lyrics and without understanding the lyrics you wouldn't understand that i think i don't think that musically it's possible to differentiate differentiate between one of the actual aggressive songs and violent songs by this band and this very optimistic hedonistic song mm, i have another example um because you might say okay there are maybe little musical nuances that give you a bit of a an idea what kind of mood this song represents and as i already explained in metalcore um when you're like screaming the lyrics even if the lyrics are supposed to be about love or something, um, it's kind of hard to differentiate for a listener who doesn't speak the language. Um, but there could also, within within the music, within the instrumental, there could be like a stylistic device of building a contrast between the type of music um, and what the content of the lyrics of the lyrics is, and you would never understand that. Um, contradiction or that stylistic device you wouldn't understand if you didn't understand the lyrics um for example i remember the song i i don't remember the title but it was by the band hollywood undead and they had this song that that sounded kind of like the happiest song ever it sounded like a very simple children's song but then the lyrics were about how the the narrator of the lyrics wanted to kill himself and how he kept attempting and kept failing at it and how he was so frustrated that he couldn't go through with it. So it was, it's, I think it's one of the darkest songs I've ever heard uh, when it comes to lyrical content. And if anybody knows what that song is called, like, uh, then I guess props to you for having a weird taste in music, I guess. Um, but what I'm trying to say is, if you didn't understand the English language, you would just assume it's a happy song. But um, there's, there's like a whole, there, there's a, <laughs> a, a very intense amount of like sarcasm or something in that song, in making it melodically such a happy song while making it lyrically so dark and so um i don't know what else to call it like it's kind of 
it's not just dark humor. It's kind of tasteless, actually, to make such a fun, happy song about suicide. Like, that's kind of fucked up. And I'm sure that if they released the song today, there would probably be a bit of backlash. Uh, because it's kind of insensitive to do it like that. So I'm not saying that I necessarily support making this kind of song, but there could be other songs. Um, like, for example, I also made a song at one point that was also supposed to sound like this really happy, simple song. Um, it had a very simple chord structure. Um, I think the the melody writing was also like very simple and very happy but i was actually singing about how angry i was like that it was so passive aggressive but you wouldn't have understood that if you didn't speak english and if you didn't listen to the lyrics um and i think something i also started to think about was that our range of understanding music um just from our gut gut feeling that tells us okay this is a happy song this is a sad song i think it's very limited to i think mainstream music and then the music that we choose to listen to a lot so for me i think i can often tell the difference between a happy and sad and and angry metalcore song because i was like immersed in this genre of music for such a long time so maybe i can hear a bit of a difference where other people are like it's all noise it's all somebody screaming like where's the difference and i think we're all like in the western world if you have access to like charts music and radio music you probably have we all probably have like this this range of understanding mainstream pop music and mainstream electro music and i think maybe mainstream rap just all the stuff that comes on the radio that that is being played on the radio we can kind of differentiate very easily like okay we know what a sad pop song sounds like uh we know what kind of singing technique somebody would use and what kind of instrumentation somebody would use if if we hear the beginning of like a piano song and we hear like these these intense minimalistic piano notes we're kind of assuming this is going to be like a sad uh, dramatic uh, ballad uh, this is going to be something like birdie or something and uh, it's going to be really intense um, and if we hear like a certain type of drum beat even or a certain type of like synthesizer or something we already know like this is going to be a fun song to dance to usually of course there are exception to this rule but we kind of instinctually i don't know if that's a word i'm sorry english is not my first language but i think we kind of like instinctually instinctive it's in instinctive not instinctual instinctively <laughs> understand um mainstream music whatever mainstream music is right now and we kind of instinctively understand um, any genres of music outside of the mainstream that we spend a lot of time with. But I do not think that I would trust myself to really understand differences between different like jazz songs or differences between opera songs. I don't think I would be able to tell because, for example, in opera, there's like a specific type of singing 
that is already so different from what I'm used to. So I think the fact that the style of singing is so different would distract me and would um, kind of challenge my ears and my brain so much that I wouldn't be able to tell if this is right now, like, um, if this is right now a solo about some, how one of the protagonists died and it's also tragic, or whether it's like a, a big solo about how somebody is finally free from whatever horrible situation they were in at the beginning of the piece and how their life is going to be so much better now or something. I don't think that musically, like from a musical perspective, I would be able to tell because my ears are not trained for that. Um, I remember when I was still in school and um, we had music lessons um, right before our high school, high school diploma, we could decide whether we wanted to um, take art or music. And I chose music, but we also had people in a very intense music program in our school and I wasn't in that program. So these were a lot of people who had spent a lot of time with classical music and all different kinds of old music um, because they'd had very intense um, music lessons and music exams um, for the entire time, for their entire time at the school. And I didn't. For me, music was just like a regular subject in school. And I was sitting in these lessons and then the teacher was like okay now let's listen to this opera or this like piano and violin and blah 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 concert by like insert insert some complicated uh composer <laughs> uh i don't know i don't know shit about any any of this um but anyway whenever the teacher did that and then he asked us like what what kind of feeling is this supposed to, I don't know, support or bring out in the listener? I never had any idea. Like, there were certain ways that these composers made it so that something would sound, like, sad and tragic. I think I remember there was, like, the stylistic device of, like, um, there's, like, a, a melody that just... Um, goes down the scale like step by step goes down the scale and that means that something tragic is like happening or somebody's dying uh, or there was even some more complicated stuff like um there was actually i think it was by by bach there were um pieces of music where you couldn't even hear the stuff that the composer was thinking you could just tell it if you saw the sheet music and you would like calculate certain intervals and you would calculate certain rhythms and then you would realize okay this is a rhythm that has something to do with the number three which means that it is an homage to god because three is like the the, the number that is like supposed to be for god and then there's this other part of the song where everything can be divided into fours or every interval has something to do with a four and that means this is about humans on earth because four is supposed to be the imperfect number that symbolizes humanity and i was just sitting there and i was like on the other on the one hand my mind's blown right now i'm like wow holy shit that is like so smart and so complicated but on the other hand i thought like this is not accessible to 
basically anybody. Like, you have to be, like, so kind of privileged to even learn about these different things. And otherwise, you're just going to be someone listening to this piece of music in this very naive way. And you can't really sit at you can't you can't sit at the table of the people seriously discussing this music because you don't have all these complicated facts in mind you know what i mean and i i feel the same way about um the the whole thing about language like i i talked about the fact that um that in a lot of cases you would have issues really understanding a song if you don't speak english and I think that's kind of, kind of, I don't know if I find it negative or positive. I mean, English is kind of like the worldwide international language that everybody tries to communicate in, basically, or for the most part. In any like international organization or something, people always speak English. Um, but isn't it like so eurocentric or isn't it like so so typical of like um europeans and north americans to assume that what we find normal is like universal to the world so we kind of just assume everybody speaks english and everybody understands the lyrics but on the other hand there's like no alternative because any other language that we use is probably understood by even less people um so I don't really know how to make music universally accessible. I don't think you can. Um, so I don't know. I, I've just been thinking about this whole thing. And something else that I realized a while ago is that music isn't necessarily a universal language where it kind of unites people who feel the same way and you have similar outlooks on life and to, who live a similar lifestyle or something because you kind of assume that people who listen to emo rock all live like a similar lifestyle or have similar values um but i i think just like philosophically and psychologically two people who listen to the same song never really hear the same song they hear the song plus their own associations and their own ideas of what the song could mean and um like the pictures that it produces in your head kind of influence what you hear um and you focus on different instruments and you kind of your mind does this thing where it completes something that's in the song that Maybe it wasn't meant to be completed, but it kind of, your brain detects patterns and then tries to complete them. So no two people ever hear the same song. So I'm really just questioning, what I'm really just questioning is if if I'm a big fan of a certain artist and somebody else is a big fan of that same artist, I immediately feel like so connected to them. And I'm like, wow, you also grew up with Taylor Swift's music. That is so awesome. But then I always, at some point, I remember, like, this uh, does not mean that we have that much in common. Because we might have different levels of knowledge in the English language. So we understand different parts of the songs. There are, I mean, 
I'm making this podcast in English and I'm making all my social media content in English, but still it's not my first language. So there are parts of Taylor Swift songs that I don't understand and where I would have to look up certain words in a dictionary. Uh, and then if I'm talking to a friend who also likes Taylor Swift's music, they might understand that word without looking it up in a dictionary, but they might not understand other parts of the song. So that already puts a little bit of distance between me and that person in that we don't really, we, we aren't really fans of the same song or the same music. Um, and then there's this whole thing about like um, kind of the range of, of different emotions expressed in songs that you might not be able to really understand like or or maybe it's just very subjective what kind of feeling you associate with a certain song i might find a song bittersweet and another person might just find it sweet and cute because i hear something that they're not hearing or i'm my brain is completing a pattern in a way that is different to somebody else i'm hoping this all makes sense to you it sounds so complicated when i say it out loud um yeah and i might also hear different things in a song because I'm a musician and I'm trying to make better music so I in like automatically hear certain aspects of a song that could be like inspirational to me um, to my own music making process and other people don't hear that, hear that so I I'm not sure if if you have a song right and it reaches a big audience I don't know if there's even two people in that entire audience. Let's assume it's like millions of people. I don't know if there's two people in that same audience who really, truly are connected by having the exact same feeling when they listen to the song and having the exact same ideas about what it means. So isn't it kind of an illusion that fans of a certain style of music or fans of a certain artist are like so connected to each other isn't that the biggest illusion ever because they don't really hear the same thing when they listen and they don't really have this thing that connects them i don't know how much connection is even possible through music because it's so extremely subjective and i just think that that's <laughs> an interesting thought process and I don't have an answer to any of this and I, I think it, it feels kind of tragic and sad and lonely to imagine that everybody who's in the same like fandom as you isn't really that connected to you it's kind of like disheartening um, because it is nice to know somebody who has the same taste in music as you so you feel connected so it's kind of depressing to imagine that you really aren't connected and it's all just an illusion because everything is so subjective about music. But I don't know. I don't know. I don't know where I'm even going with this anymore. This was just the thought process that I wanted to put out there. And maybe some of you have some interesting thoughts about that. So if you want to share, feel free to message me on Instagram. Feel free to DM me. Uh, my Instagram handle is Apparel. Um and if you want to listen to some music and hear it in a different way than anybody else in the world, you might as well listen to my music, which is also under the artist name Rage in Apparel. And thank you for listening. Thank you for being here today. Um, and I'll go watch TV now because it's really late and I feel like 
my mind is really like um I'm I'm kind of like confused and chaotic right now. So I'm going to go watch TV or something. And uh yeah, as I said, thank you for listening. Bye.